hearing the end of the Maimur Shabbos Sefer. And the Rebbe is explaining here how how is it possible for people like ourselves to be able to cause there to be this Yehuda Tatovila, this unbelievable this unbelievable yichud of Kutchabrichu Shinte, Akashbaruch and the Shin and Knesset Yisrael, the Eshishal, the whole program, when when we're not holding even in a place of having brought a tikkun to ourselves, let alone to all the Ilamas. If we haven't if we haven't overcome basic problems within ourselves, so how is it possible for for us to bring about such a yichud? We learned by Riches how every single thing in the world was created, each belongs to a certain mean, and every single thing has a tachlis where the entire, where, where everything about that thing, every single cell, every single particle of that of that animal, of that thing, is meshubit to the tachlis of revealing what exactly, of revealing the essence of what this, of this plant or this animal or this, or this person is. And that which defines the nature of every, of everything in this world is an itzaitz, is a spark, a spark of God's light, a spark of Hashem's Baruch's light, and everything is seeking, everything in that thing is working towards that tachlis of being megala, that needs sites of revealing that spark. But the difference is, the animal has, the animal, that animal has this tachlis, and the plant has this tachlis. But the whole tachlis of Nish Yisrael, what defines a Jew, is, is what? Is, is that koyach of being megala of revealing kedushas Hashem? Ubiyado ubebchiroso hu tachlisa. And whereas animals and plants and other things do not have bechira, don't have choice, don't, do not have the choice to be megala. They're just driven naturally by by their composure, <laughs> how they're made. They're driven to be megala that tachlis. But a human being, a Jew, has free choice. The tachlis of a Jew is up to his bechira. It's not the same thing when it comes to a plant or an animal. It's tachlis is not up to a decision that's being made by the plant or the animal. But by Yisrael, it's tachlisa. And to the degree, to the extent that a person makes this decision, and he's mishabed himself to what to serve Hashem, all of the parts of his nefesh ruach, his neshama, and even the limbs of his body are misbatlim and become unified for the purpose of kedushas Hashem. If he decides not to do that, then he, he, then he is not fulfilling his tachlis. 
So, what is the what is the avod of a person in this world? <coughs> to be ma'achid is atzma, to unify himself, to focus himself, and everything that he does, betachlis achas, towards that one tachlis of what of kedushas Hashem, of being megalik kedushas Hashem. In ma'achid who is atzma betachlis achas shakol machshavet dibra ma'isishelo. Where every single thing that he does is makuvan, tavaydes akaydish is is what is for this purpose of avaydes akaydish. Gam b'achil also gavam eschar when he eats in business and so on. Oz af im nichshal chasushon beizadavish lefiyerka pgamhu. Then even though the person, even though the person is nichshal. See, nikshal means that a person is on the right track, a person is involved in, in the tachlis of his life, which is to focus everything that he does. And everything that he does, his focus is, is to serve Hashem Hashbarach. And occasionally, there's a nikshal, something goes wrong, he fails. That's not the same thing as a person who's totally off, and that's not the tachlis of his life. That's not the same thing. See, the person is, the person is, he's living life according to his tachlis, and, and 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 therefore all that he's thinking about is the kedushas Hashem that's within him, and trying to be megalavat in his life and everything that he does. But he has an occasional, he has an occasional problem. He's a mikshal. So even though the Rebbe says Afim chasasholim yeyanishalov. Even even if even though Chas Shalom, the person will have to be punished for that specific for that particular mikshal for that failure. He Still, it's it's a failure. In other words, the person is the person is living the life that he's supposed to live, and occasionally in the program, there's a there's a there's a there's something that's uh, malfunctioning for the day for the hour. There's a mikshal, and that has to be repaired, and you go weiter. But this mikshal, this failure, is a yoytzeh It's something which is an exception to the rule. It doesn't, it doesn't define who the person is. He's a yid, and every single moment of his life he's trying to live according to his tachlis. Animals and plants don't have to think about that. They just function naturally. Each animal, each type of plant functions naturally and is driven towards its tachlis with, with this mysterious kayak inside of it that is that, that is pushing it like the, like the fish, like the salmon, to, to, you know, to, to swim upstream. It's <coughs> to make this decision. Do I want to be Megala Kedushas Hashem that's within me in every single moment of my life and eating and drinking and so on, or not? So you have a person that he has signed up for the for the program. He's on the program, and in the context of the program, he has a mikshal. Yeah, this day didn't work out. This hour didn't work out. I wasn't focused. I, I lost track. I wasn't thinking. But that's only a kish line. That's only something which is. It's a mikshal. It's a failure. You know, when you have a person who's a bent tire and he tries to learn whenever he has his, his chance. Even he's a, he he goes to work. He does different things. He has a family, but he tries to work. 
and he tries to learn whatever he's able to, and that's his sheaf. He's always wanting to learn. He always takes his safety with him to work. He tries, if he has a chance, to hop a little bit on the train. When he comes home, he holds on to the seder. So it happened that it happened. Uh, it happens occasionally that he doesn't feel well. He's a little bit tired. Or even if he's not an honest that. Uh, that he didn't have a cheshek, uh, and, and he had a and he had a mirshal. In fact, that day, a couple of days, there was a mirshal in his learning. But he's he he hasn't lost his focus, and that and that learning is is what his tachlis is. And the day that he didn't learn was a day that was yotzim and haklal. It was it was a day that was not it was not fitting together with the rest of his life. That's not the same thing as a person who just doesn't learn. It's not the same thing as a person. Uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> I mentioned to you once. Even though I, 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 I realized that this is something. You know, it was, it was a little bit demeaning, but I, now I do it at, 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 every time that I have to have the kedushin. I have the adam. I have the adam first line the names on a on a, on a, uh, on, a on a napkin, and that's not going to be at chasna with the people. You know, abnei tyra, but I'm talking about Orthodox Jews. I had I was at Chasna last year, no sorry two years ago I was at Chasna, and one of the and one of the fellow had one of his friends was a, was an an aide, and um, I asked him to sign his name on a napkin. He says his name was whatever it was, it was, it was I remember there was Avram Ben something Avram Yaakov Ben something. He wrote, he wrote Avram with an iron. And and I uh, I said I, I think that's with an Aleph. So he said oh no it's been a, it's been a long time. How could that be? How could that be? Unless there's some, I'm not talking about a learning disability. Uh, maybe that, maybe there was. I don't know. But how could it be that a person's own name is Avram? He writes it with an ayin. So it's a pachat. I mean, so I tried to say to myself, maybe it was just there's some issue with, 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 you know, specific issue. But this has happened many times. Rav Soloveitchik used to have the Adam sign all the time on, on, on napkins. Before to see if they could sign their names correctly, they, to write Avraham with an ayin instead of an aleph. That's not a nirshol, you know. So he giggled and said, "Oh, it's been a while since I wrote that." Even if you haven't written, a, even though you haven't written your name in a while, don't don't you go through a parish as a shavua occasionally? Hasn't the name Avraham ever come up? And what about what about in learning and and that's not a mirshol. That's not like a. A mirshal. Sometimes a person talks during davening, yeah, a, a, a or there's a word of lashon hara. Sometimes, and it's a mirshal. That, when, but when a person has lost his tachlis, he's just off off track. You know, he might keep Shabbos and do stuff, you know, and, and avoid certain things, but he has certain a mahalach in life that's not the correct mahalach. It's not according to shulchan It's not his mahalach. <coughs> And you ask him why is that? So his answer might be, well, a lot of people I know do, do this, and and or why don't you just mind your own business or something like that. But if you, you know, Panemius, like, what are you? What's going on? So he's living, he's living in a life that's not according to the tachlis. So that's not a kishling. That's not a failure. That, that, that's not a. It's not just a a a. a, a, a <coughs> A, a, a single um, specific problem, but it's that the person is simply not living according to his tachlis. Vein hadov hazeh makalkalas as kolatz musay. 
we should take this to heart. What the Rebbe says is that if your goal in everything in life is Hashem Zbarach and to live a life of Torah Mitzvahs, and that's your tachlis with every single thing. But occasionally there are difficulties or, or slip-ups or failures that does not, he says, Musa. That does not ruin or distort the essence of who you are. That you're a yid. That doesn't do that. I mean, you have to you have to fix it and you have to try to avoid it in the future. But that doesn't that doesn't destroy your essence of a Jew. That's not makalkel the atzmus at all. It's out of character. Like it says in the Gemara about the Tamuchacham, Rishi Tamuchacham, Chayta Belay Nikshu Belay. If you see Tamuchacham that he does something wrong, Al Tahara Achabim Kivvadi Yosachuv. Then then you should know. The Gemara says that. If you saw a Tamachacham at night that he was doing something wrong, then by the morning, whatever it was, he certainly has he certainly has corrected it, and he's done shuv. He certainly has corrected it. But you can't say the same thing if you met somebody, if you meet somebody, you know, like in, uh, in 1978, you know, uh, swimming his girlfriend in the pool, and you can't say bevadis certainly by by tomorrow morning this has been corrected. Why? Because he has a sheet to sachaim. His sheet in life is to. Is it it's okay to, to go swimming with his girlfriend or with his wife, whatever? But that's okay. So, what do you mean, Al Tahara Achra He, he, he has a certain mahalach. It's not a mirshal. A tamachacham, a tamachacham who did something wrong. It's a mirshal. It's something wrong. But if a person has a way of life that's totally off and he doesn't live, he doesn't live with a tachlis of avodas Hashem. In Svasamis in this parish in Tafresh Lama Gimel. So he talks about the Be'eris, about Yitzchak Avinu digging the Be'eris. So, Tafresh Lama Gimel. So Svasamis writes over there that the Ovis, the Ovis had their Be'eris, and, in, in their, and through their excavating the Be'eris, which is to uncover. The Ratzon Hashem that's in, in everything in the Bria. In other words, the Plishtim of the world, right? The Plishtim, the Palestinians of the world, the Plishtim, we'll just call them the Palestinians, even though there is some sort of relationship. But the Plishtim of the world are covering up the Tachlis of, of, of our lives with offer, with, with Shmutz, with dirt. That means with Eilam Hazer. And a person forgets what's the Tachlis of his life. The others, the others were uncovering the Tachlis, uncovering the Tachlis. They were they were digging the be'eras, and and that's the avod of the six days of the week for each and every one of us. That's the asik and the sitna, the yitzhar and the difficulties and the struggles of the six days of the week. Until you come to Shabbos, which of course is rechayves, where there's atehirchiv Hashem lanu farina baritz, where there's that feeling of clarity and, and, and simcha. But the but the Sfasemis writes that. Where the avoid of the Ovis was with the Khafirs of Be'eris to uncover the Ratzna Hashem, <coughs> to uncover the light of Hashem in this world. So, what do, what do we do nowadays? We don't. Have, we don't. I, I never saw in my life a Jew digging a well. So, what do we do? What do we do nowadays? So, Sfasemis, it's a whole theory that the Sfasemis writes how every single time you put on tefillin, every time you put on talis, every penny of tzedakah, every mitzvah, he says, is a be'er. And every single mitzvah that we're doing, even if we're not thinking about the highest things, which is nice, but even if we're not, every time a Jew does a mitzvah, he's pulling off some of the offer of this world and uncovering the bear ma'am chaim of the of the Ratzon Hashem in the world. Under every 
every mitzvah has the ability to take off something of that, to peel off something of the covering. That the policemen have, have concealed the Or of Hashem. This world itself is a helam, is a concealment. And every single mitzvah, he says, a person shouldn't think that we don't have the bears. The others, they did that work with the wells. And, and in doing so, they enabled each and every one of us to be able to peel off the coverings of creation. And every time we do a mitzvah, that's why Chazal say that there isn't anything in this in life that Hashem hasn't given us a mitzvah to... to, to you, you plant, and you have the mitzvahs of like a chick and pay in the field, and so on. Every single thing in the world, the Baruch gave us mitzvahs. Every single thing. Not like some people think that I'm I'm just a per, I'm a regular person, just like just like the guy down the block. I'm a regular person, and then I have mitzvah moments, or I have opportunities to do mitzvahs, and you know, and I have Shabbos, and I have Yontif, and I have certain times I'm involved. I, I learn a little bit. I do this mitzvah. I do that mitzvah. The tachlis of being a yid is what the Rebbe is saying over here. The tachlis is what that kol chelke naf sheruch nishmos of every gufi is batul yisachlu kedushas that every single part of my nefesh ruch nisham and even the limbs of my body, everything is completely batul to that tachlis of being megalik kedushas Hashem. In the context of that, the Rebbe is explaining a person sometimes fails. Okay, so you, you you fix it and you go right there. The person sometimes fails, but that's not mechalkel who you are. That's not that's not uh, redefining your essence. It's it, you are you are a yid and you're tam chacham a yid, and there's a kilk. There's a, there's a temporary problem, the fisha, but not not that it's a kilkel in the in the atzmas chasashol. We have to realize that. And to feel Rahmanis when you see a yid that's not religious, that's not Shama Mitzvah, it's not it's not the pshat that that there's that there's uh, uh, something malfunctioning. It's a, the whole the whole thing is a kilkel. <coughs> Even when there's a yid that's that's Shami Mitzvah, but his but his mitzvahs is is without this tachlis and it's just uh, how to get by with the least poss- the least amount possible. It's it's Makalka the Atmos of what a Jew is. <coughs> This person who just occasionally has a slip-up, but really, his entire being, his entire essence is Meshubed to the Kedusha, to Kedusha, and that's his Atmos. That's his Atmos, that's, that's who he is. In this Indian, he mistakenly failed. A mistake made, he, 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 for, for a moment... He, he lost his, he lost focus, and as a result of that, he was there was nifka mishkaga. It's not that he made it into a sheet as a chaim that is a way of life. That he 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 developed some sort of an, a fancy ideology to explain why is it that 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 he he lives without Hashem's bach from moment to moment. It's a it's a it's a nifka mishkaga. bottle tachlisai. We see with everything, every plant and every animal, it's totally bottled to its tachlis. It's totally bottled to its tachlis. It doesn't have a separate, a separate uh, will. It doesn't create a shita. It doesn't create some sort of a lifestyle that is opposed to that which God gave it. Was the Navi, that's what the Navi, and we spoke about that the Navi is crying, Yoda that, 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 that an ox knows the one who made it and who, who created it. It, was, it, it, it it lives according to its tachlis. 
but obviously, in the case of of, of, a, of a yid who is biyada over the Vaishi says, When a person has chosen to be Maitzi his Tachlis, when he has made the choice that he wants to live according to the Tachlis of why he was created, he wants to live that way. The Sefer that we're learning on Tuesday night, the women's share, this is whole, this little Sefer, the whole Sefer is in this Indian. Of remembering the tachlis and living according to the tachlis. What is it? Um, how do you like you have a nifshal, and then you you like actually stare at on Hashem in the face and say like I'm not following that. So how could like how could that not be mechalkal? You you like totally ignore Rutz on Hashem. It all depends. I mean, the, it's unlikely, <clears throat> and this is why we have to constantly give chizik to each other. It's unlikely that a person who is determined to live according to the Tachlis and the Ratz of Hashem, even if, he, even if he has that that bad moment where he's sort of staring Hashem in the face and saying, this I can't, I'm not doing this. It's unlikely that even that, which seems to be bemazed, it doesn't seem to be a shkog, it seems to be an intentional an intentional uh, little rebellious moment. It's It's really... Very unlikely that that's anything more than a person just going through some temporary insanity. You know, a person has that. There's a person who loves his parents, who's devoted to his parents. And uh, a friend of mine called me up to wish me a mazel tov, a, a, a grandchildren. He said that the, that he saw a sign in the local grocery store where he lives in the, in the uh, little in the Makola, and it said that. I had never heard this. My wife said she heard this. Said that grandchildren are the reward for not killing your teenager. That's like finna- <laughs> so. What does that what, what does that mean? I mean, not that that means that's not Irish guy. But what that what, what it means is like this: is that sometimes the teenage during the teenage years, there's a little bit of a, a funny thing that's up the gum, and the kid talks a certain way to his to his parents, and he's acting a certain way. He doesn't care. Even if it goes on for a year or two, it's not. That's not. That's not necessarily mechalkal the atzmus of him being a person, a child that that reveres his parents and loves his parents. He himself, the quiet moment, knows that this is a that this is not who he is, and he feels at, at a moment of, of clarity that he's he's out of line, he's out of character. He doesn't have a sheet as a chayim. That 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 ignores his parents, or that uh, that wants to hurt his parents, he's just caught up temporarily in some narishkite, and his parents seem to be getting in the way of his narishkite, and he's reacting. A reaction is not is not a, a kilkel in the in the in the of a person, and that's why people constantly need chizik, because a lot of times a person makes a mistake and he confuses one with the other. A Jew who's trying to be Megal the Tachlis and to live a life of Kedusha and he wants to know and he wants to live that way and he has Shi'ifas for Godless and then he goes through a certain Mechshaylam and, and, he, and he gets involved in certain affairs even though, even though he knows that it's wrong and he, says, and he does it anyway. It doesn't mean that Khalila he's Mechalkal the, the Atzmas and, and, and that he's off the program. That too is a, it's a Mechshal. Nowadays it's... it's it, it's very hard, but a person, a person, other sometimes you have a person 
that because he's trying so hard to be close to Hashem, the only way that he can do a, an Aveira when he has a certain taiva is by just closing Hashem out of his life for that time. But then he then he eats his heart out later on. That's not like a lot of the that's not like the, the picture that I was giving you about the guy that's, you know, on the raft with his girlfriend in the pool in nineteen seventy eight. He's not eating his heart out, he's eating his heart out that he didn't go swimming the next day also. That's not that's not out of line, that's his line. He has made this his line in life. It's not out of character, that's his character. <clears throat> and and so that's a scary thing. And a person has to look at himself and ask. We have to do this all the time, but not to be, God forbid, hard on ourselves, but, but to be honest. Am I, am I, the mistakes that I make, are, they, are these moments of temporary insanity? Or am I, or am I Michigan Gansen? You know, am I, am I totally off? And just my Yiddishkeit are, are here and there, I'm trying to just fill in some of the Yiddishkeit. And that's, that's a scary, it's a scary question, we have to ask ourselves mamas all the time. Who am I? Am I living according to my tachlis? Do I think about my tachlis in life? Or am I just some... Uh, 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 an Adam, but not a Yehudi, an Adam that just goes through the motions and, and I live my whole... My, my tachlis is, when can I get through with davening? When can I get through with learning? How could I avoid the mitzvahs? And... Uh, and but the tachlis of my life is is, is... is other stuff. All the other stuff. That's the question of life. What the Rebbe is saying here is giving chizik, and he's telling us that even a person who, or even a person who has pagamim, though there are blemishes and there are certain things that are not done properly that require, certainly require a tikkun, that doesn't mean that that person's life is not a life of yichudah ilah and yichudah tata, of unifying God's name. The, the, the measuring rod of this is, who are you? Who are you? And what, and what is the tachlis of your life? And, and with what goal do you live from day to day? And from moment to moment? There are slip-ups, and the slip-up can last two days. It can last even a year, God forbid. But the person knows inside of, his, inside of himself, he knows that this is a slip-up. This is something, maybe the moment he's not thinking that, but very shortly afterwards, like the Tamachachim, the person remembers very shortly afterwards that this is not what I want, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, this is not the life that I'm supposed to be living. And such an individual, the Rebbe is being mechazik, to tell, to tell him that he should know that, that he's still living in accordance to his tachlis, and he's still living with that rotsen to be megalik Hashem, but there are disruptions and difficulties and there are obstacles along the way. Mashani came the person who doesn't live with that tachlis at all. That's not his tachlis. That's not what he's thinking. And without learning Torah on a regular basis, it's very, very, very hard not to not to slip into the into the into the the way that's not good. It's very hard unless a person is learning. <clears throat> a person thinks about the tachlis, and it's very hard to to live that way. The the last part of the page over there. The person who has made this choice that he wants to live according to the Tachlis of a Yid and to what? And that his job in life and his Ratzin is to be Meshabit himself to what? To that Tachlis. That's what he wants to do. He wants to be Meshabit himself to that Tachlis. 
even though he hasn't yet fixed all of the problems that he has, that he wants some things that are not good for him, that are not that are not in line with that tachlis of his life. There's still some tithes that he has that he that, that that are not that don't fit into the picture of of, of who he wants to be. He still has inside of himself this taiva. He hasn't been able to eliminate this taiva for something uh, from the from the world of the police. He still has a taiva for that way of life. But he's working to fix it. He wants to fix this. He's not just letting go and saying there's nothing wrong with this. That, that, what's the big deal? Uh, I don't do anything wrong. A lot of people do this or that kind of stuff. He's oivet behen l'saknon. He's constantly working to try to make it better. He wants to fix it. When it happens, when, when he gives into the taiva, he, 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 it's, he's unhappy about it, and he tries to think of ways, and he tries to learn. He tries to learn a safer that that that. Uh, there was uh, one of the chaverim that 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 was working on the Indian of Kaz. And he asked me, because he felt that a lot of times in the house he loses his type, and he, and he asked me about it, what would be a good safer. And I told him there's a famous, an old safer on this Indian. And I told him about it. <coughs> you know, that it might be good to look at that safer, maybe it'll help him. And then he came in like a few months later, with a, he wanted to ask me a question. He, he, he bought that safer. He never even told me, but he bought the safer. And he, and he wanted to ask me a question. He didn't understand something in the safer. And he came in, and he was around three pages away from the end. It's like 180 pages, 200 pages in, in, in Hebrew, you know. He was already towards the end, and as he show, he's showing this to me. I see he's got every, every page I'm looking at over these guys. He's showing me a few things. He's asking me something. He has with all kinds of notes and explanations and translations from the dictionary, you know. And I said, let me take the, I take the save from him. The whole thing, 150, 160 pages. He must have put in hundreds of hours into that save. Every single page is covered from top to bottom with translations and notes and explanations and ideas that he had and and then summaries at the end of every single uh, uh, parak one two three four unbelievable and he said to me and I asked him how's it going so he says his whole life is different and he's working on it that doesn't mean to say that he doesn't occasionally lose his temper that's an need in his life and each and every one of us has our own on him. <coughs> But, but this person is living with the tachlis. He's living with the tachlis every single minute. He walks around with a safe in his briefcase. He goes to work and he, he lives with the tachlis. He wants to fix this. It bothers him. He doesn't want to be that way. And he's trying to fix it. That's not, that's not, that's not a person that, that everywhere that this person davens and all of his learning is miyachid yichudim. It's causing unification of God's high above and below. All the, all the yichudim. I, and, and when he, and when it happens and he has a slip up and he yells at the kid or something, that's, that's a pagam. It's a pagam. It's not, it's not a kilkul niatzmas. It's a pagam. And, and that's something we have to, we have to be conscious of and daven for all the time. That if there is, that if Khalilah, there's a mirshal, if there's a taiva, there's something, that this, this is, this shouldn't be who I am. It should be a mistake. It shouldn't be who I am. And this is in our times is a tremendous nisayin. Our, our Zaydis and Babis didn't have this, in this way, such a nisayin. They, they didn't question what their tachlis was. They didn't have all kinds of fancy ways of explaining why they weren't so religious. You understand? 
there was a certain way to be a Yid, and it meant to live Mamish Yom and with Yiddishkeit, and that's who they were, and that's what they ate, and they breathed, and that's how they lived. But everybody had his Mishalim. Uh, he took money he shouldn't have taken, this one had it, he shouldn't have had. But there wasn't a question about like a, a, a new program. It wasn't like if you if you went to any of our grandparents back in Poland or in Hungary or in Germany, wherever they were, you know, 200 years ago, and you asked them, is it, you know, is it okay to go swimming with your wife? You looked like you're out of your mind. But now, in orthodoxy, there could be such a mahalach. Understand that it's a terrible kilkel. That there's such a mahalach. It was never a mahalach like that. It was always looked at as a pagan. It was always looked at as if there's something wrong and I need to fix it. But over the years, there's developed a new type of Yiddishkeit that says, no, this is right and there's nothing that needs to be fixed. Fuck it. All the frumis out there and the black hatters and the yeshivish people, they're crazy. But this is the way of life. What this has led to, and all kinds of kilkulam and sorrows, especially what the young people have to go through. And now it's okay for boys and girls to be in school together, to be in camp together, all these kilkulam, and they come from the kilkulam, and they give all kinds of fancy explanations. Like some girl, some boy with his girlfriend in the, in the forest, you know, in, in, in some camp, in some co-ed camp. That's, that's, that's Torah or something? What is that? <laughs> that has to do with, that has to do with Rav Cook or synthesis? What is that? That's a synthesis, but it ain't Rav Cook. So you understand, I'm even yoven. I don't care what we call this branch of orthodoxy. That I have no Indian of anything political. Those you know me already. I don't care about any of these things political. I'm just talking about the sheker of that of that delusion to think that my life is a life that's completely with this world and tivus of this world with some Yiddishkeit, where I forget the tachlis. Those are not kilkulim. That boy with the girl, in the, that boy with the girl in in in, in camp, uh, whatever is camp Ahava in the mountains. That that boy with the, that boy and the girl. It's not his fault, and it's not her fault. Who are the people that made the camp? How do, how do Jews who live according to the tachlis of what the rational wants in this world? How do they make a camp with their boys and putting boys and girls together? So then they think if they'll make a kolo in it that everything is kashid. Then they kashed the camps, like they put the camp into the pot, you know, and they kashed it three times agola. They already have three years, they made a kolo. It's all, this all, who made those places? <coughs> it's not the tachlis. Now you could have, you could, you could say, yeah, but I know that in, that in the other camp, it's a, a from the camp, right? And, there, and it's, a, and, there, and there are no girls there. But I know that, that Beryl met Peril down the road. Let's say Shabbos, that Peril came from her, her girls' camp, and Beryl went from the boys' camp, and they met someplace in between. And they might have even been neighbors in the forest with the, with the other two chavayim, right? Right? It's true, these things happen. But it's a, it's a pagam. You understand the difference? There was a failure in the system. Well, there was a failure in those individuals. Their parents and their and their rebellion, their teachers, set them up not to have that failure. Do you understand? They were they were set up not to do that, and they've been taught not to live that way. And they were taught that to be a yid and the tachlis of being a yid is that when you when you get married, then you then you meet. But not before that. That was how they were set up. That's a big difference. So so the people in the other camp, in the Kohen camp, can say, well, it happens with Beryl and Peril also. What do you think it only happens with ours? It happens by Beryl. And a Hanami, but that's out of character for Beryl and Peril to meet, you understand, from those two places. That was out of line. There's a problem with Beryl and Peril. And in all likelihood, they know there's a problem. And in all likelihood, they're not going to raise their kids, we hope, if they climb out of the Taivas, they're not going to raise the kids with that problem. 
Mashainakain, if you give it a fancy name and you build a camp and you invite the boys and girls to come together. I'm even yelling, what am I I mean unless you have some way of proving otherwise. And I'm open to hearing it. It's not the tachlis. You could say anything you like, anything fancy about uh, we want how's our seven year old boy gonna be able to get married if we don't introduce him to the concept of girls, you know, at this point. He'll never be able to get married. Like you know, these kind of things. Yeah, how do you explain that to the Bernishlam tell to the Bernishlam in his face? That these these are all these are all kilkula not and it's it's, it's not a pagam, it's a kilkulni atmos of the tsur of a yid. That's what it is. It's not like what you're talking about. Something else. A person, a person, he's going through a rough time. He's struggling with something, and he says, and even though he knows it's not right, he does it. That's a pagam. But that's not that's not a mahalacha in his life. It's, he feels bad about it, and he knows he knows that uh, that this is not what's supposed to be done. Right. So the boy that comes from the boys' camp, and the girl that comes from the girls' camp, and they did something they shouldn't do. God forbid. Each one knows that this is this is not the mahalach. I was talking to uh, to a boy from that kind of a background recently, who's up to lots of mischief, and his parents called me and and I and he and the boy said he'll agree to come talk to me. Comes from a very hush of a very hush of a family. His father's a big time chacham, and the boy's like doing a lot of crazy stuff. So, the way that I have I begin a discussion with a kid like that is very different than I would begin a discussion with 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 a kid that comes from a different background. The way that I began a discussion with him, he comes he comes into the room over here. And, and I say, how you doing? Is that what you and he, he's a sweet boy, and he answers, they're talking a little bit. And, and then I just said to him, uh, what, what's going on? What are you doing? What's the matter with you? And right away I said, I don't know, I have a problem. But it's all from that standpoint of, I know this is not my tachlis. And I can talk to him that way very comfortably. I'm very comfortable with him. And, he's very, and he knows, he doesn't have to... And he just like shrugs his shoulders. You know, I got to tell him this chevra and that chevra. But and then he said to me, we're talking. And then he said to me, I don't intend to live this way. <laughs> As he said, I just I'm just trying to have a little bit of a good time. And then and then I'm going to settle down. And he wants. He says I want to go. Then he says I want to go to the mir. You know, he wants to go to Israel. And and you know, and I'm going to be like a ben Tyre and get married. And he doesn't have in in, in any part of his mind. The, a thought that he's gonna like end end up spending his life, you know, with with his wife wearing you know some tight jeans and them hanging out in a movie someplace in the Moshe Shabbos. It's not in this. It's not in any particle of his brain such a thought. In his mind, when he's gonna when he's gonna be in that place of being married, he's gonna be learning a few hours a day. His wife is gonna be covering her hair and dressed like a Basi soul. That's all. That's the place that he's at. He just says, I, look, you know, I just want to have a little bit of a good time. Place settled down. And I could talk to him very comfortably and try to knock that out of his head. What are you doing? And you could end up being a cock of the whole thing. You might not end up the way that you want to end up. As exactly any one of you here would tell this kid the same thing. But that's but that's a different mahalach. I can't do that with some kid that comes from the from from the mixed swimming or mixed camp world. I can't talk to that kid and say, "Come on, what are you doing?" He said, "I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, no? <laughs> I'm doing the same thing my parents are doing, no? Come on." I'm not supposed to be doing this. What do you mean? The people, my parents, built the camp. They built the camp for me and my girlfriend. So we can get together, Mazze Shabbos. Yeah, yes. That's just interesting because you had in that community, because I, I mean, I grew up in like the yeshiva, flatbush, whatever. Right. The thing is, though, is that you had a lot of uh, 
children, their, their parents tell them this is what they need to do when they have their big family and they're very fresh people, their parents, but they don't give them any kind of an ab with the, so it's robotic. So they have these children that never have this problem because they know that this is what they're supposed to do because it's drilled into their head. But they wouldn't be doing it necessarily, maybe, maybe not, but they wouldn't be doing it, all of them, if they had some kind of an ahava about learning or shul. And, you know, they, they got smacked if they didn't go to shul on time. Right. The father saying, you know, you should, this is why you should go to shul on time, because it's so amazing to get to daven and blah, blah. You know, have that approach right. as opposed to... Right, right, right. You know, it's own right. It's just also a mahalik in terms of, yeah, you have to tell your kids not. I mean, it's like the beginning of Phobos. Right, right. Yeah. It, you see, not only are you right, but oftentimes it's those kids... It's a bigger Rahmanis in certain ways. You know why? Well, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. Because on top of the on top of the mistakes that they're making in their life, there's there's a horrible sense of guilt. And 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 they would and because very often in that island, which there are major problems in that island, of course, it's without the love and without the kid understanding. So even though it's been driven into his head that this is the purpose of life and this is the right way, but the kid can't pull that off in his life and then on top of everything he's he's beating up on himself all the time right and he feels miserable about it and he's unhappy he's not even enjoying the meeting that he has with peril you know he's not even enjoying like he has problems with that meeting whereas the kid that comes from the other place where where his father built the camp this is this is this 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 world was made for you and me that's a little for him it's not a bit of it so the kid that comes from that background you're, that you're familiar with and you grew up in, that kid oftentimes can go through terrible, terrible despair and can ruin his life in a way that's worse than many of the kids that didn't grow up with that. There's a catch-22. I would say it's an epidemic because I would say that two-thirds of my class grew up that way. If maybe at seven-eighths of I know. You're right. Right. The terror the ter- is to bring our children up with the truth, with the tachlis, and the ahava. That's what the Bereshul wants us to do, and both both types are off are off base. Now, even if you're focused on the tachlis, this is the tachlis, the tachlis, but your way of driving home the tachlis is to smack your kid across the face and tell him to be quiet, just put your finger in the gemara, don't ask any questions. That that could very well lead to, and it does lead to a kilkel in the etzim. It could lead to a very big kilkel in the etzim, but <coughs> it's still it's still preferable. I'll tell you what. Not I wouldn't say better. The likelihood of, in the end, things working out and the kid coming back is because there's a certain there's a certain type of a thing that he, like a, a base that he has to return to. It's hard to say because both are they're, they're problems and it's hard to say. But but at least you know, like I told you once, I, I told you once uh, a couple of months ago, years ago in the, in the mountains, there was this guy. He had a kid. Remember the kid's name was David. This is a mice from over 20 years ago. Almost oh, no, 25 years ago, he had a son, David. Now, when we were first married, we were in the mountains that summer. So I, I, I was the rebbe for the boys, the like seventh, eighth grade boys that were there. And 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 there was this boy, David, a tasha to the kid. I'm telling you, this this boy was unbelievably brilliant kid, and his midas. This is like a future God of Israel. I, I really don't know where he is now. I'm wondering, what a sweet, special kid, and 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 he looked like like a malach. I was mabish in love with this kid, David. 
his father comes from a famous family. The father was like every Mosei Shabbos at the tracks in Monticello. Which from our Bungalow County, you could see the, the sign raceway. You know that Monticello raceway? You see the raceway part. It was always a problem because I daven by the window and, and I was always looking out for a Friday night like by Luchad and I was trying to imagine that I was, you know, in Yushalayim. And it was, it was okay because there was trees and mountains, but then there was that little piece of raceway just by the window. Uh, no. So, that, so this, this Yid, his father who comes from Choshotam, and the father himself could learn very well, very well, and he liked to talk in learning. When you start him, when you start talking to him and learning, he, he loves learning. And he, and he goes to Shia and he gives Shia, but he has like, he's, he's a little bit lost in the, in the, in the world of Matasela Raceway and all that, that means. His wife is, is very, very firm, but he was like, things were not going well over there. So, he came over to me, and he spoke in a very rough way. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, polished at all. He came over to me. I mentioned this once. He said, in those days, and I'm talking about 1980, right? He came over to me. And, you know, this is the way, he, it was just such a trust way of dealing with it. He takes out, like, like he says, he says uh, I'm going to talk to you, what? He takes out a $100 bill from his pocket. I don't, I don't know like, what's going on. It's like some kind of deal. I'm not selling anything. What are you buying? <laughs> He takes the hundred dollar bill. He says, "You know, my David, my David is a very chashuv." I said, "Your David is a tzaddik." So he said, "Learn with him extra a little bit." He gives me a hundred dollar. He says, "Take him, take him once or twice a week. I don't care when or what. He likes you. Go with him and give him something, a little bit of taisus. Tell him over cash every bikvege. Give him a shagasai a little bit." And I and I I was thinking about this afterwards, and and and. I mean, I didn't like the way that he did it, you know, and I, and I told him, look, I love you, David, and I, I learned you don't have to do it that way, you don't have to buy it, you know, it's fine. But that was a hush of a thing. It was a moment in life. I looked for, at the moment, I felt like it's a little bit funny, you know, and I'm like, what's even, what is this here? <laughs> but afterwards, when I thought about it, I said, that when I grew up, that wasn't like, I wouldn't have thought about slipping so many $100 bills for a shaggy you know what I'm saying? For my kid. Maybe I would have said, <clears throat> see if he could work on his batting stance a little bit. You know, it's uh, I don't know, it's a lot, a lot of pop-ups. I'm a little worried about, <laughs> I'm a little worried about his swing. You know what I'm saying? I kind of level out that swing. Hey, take it. You work with him a little bit, see if you can level his swing out. <laughs> this is this is, t- and I thought about it. And I said, I, I don't like the way the guy does business, and it's not, and, and he himself is like, a, 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 he's in, in the wrong things. But his davidal, his davidal. And I and I don't know where this or what or where they are. They were in, they lived in Borough Park. I don't know where or who. But I have a feeling that this Dovid is a chash of a person. I have a feeling that Dovid is a chash of a person. And you know what? Probably his father straightened out too, because he got this stuff out of his system. His father came back to who he was. I, I I don't know. But I don't have that much confidence if you're not in in, in when you when you raise the where the shagasai is. A non-entity. Who's the Shagasai? I never even heard of the Shagasai. How do you pronounce that? How do you write it? Oh, Avraham with an ayin. That father knew how to spell Avraham, you understand? With the racetrack and with the movies. And what the Lushan that he used, I forgot to even, I, I told you a few months ago, the actual Lushan that he used when he told me this. So I looked at him and I, and I was very taken aback. That I, I saw this guy as someone that, like he, the way he spoke, and he used to come to davening like an hour late, and he spoke for the whole time, and he went to, and left shul in the middle. You know, it was like, so he, 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 so he said, he, he looked at me and he said, 
in Yiddish, you know, that that's, he fell back into this comfortable in Tamamalosh. But he said to me, I'm an Oisvarf, but I want my kid to be a tzaddik. I'm an Oisvarf. You know, it's, it's not a nice thing to call yourself. But he's saying, I'm a lowlife, right? But my kid, my David, I want my David to be a tzaddik. And I tried to explain to him that I think that you're going to have to, you know, in order for David to, to continue to be a tzaddik, you got to worry a little bit more about your Oisvarf kite. You know, I told him in a nice way, that's okay, but that's, that's a side thing, but... But there was a chashivas in that that I felt afterwards. I thought about it and I said, that wasn't in the world that I grew up in. That wasn't in the world that I saw in school growing up. There were other nice things how I grew up you know, in that world. But this this love of Torah and this, uh, with all of his mishagas, you understand, he had his moments. But there's a love of Torah. And there, was, and there was this feeling that the tachlis of life is shagas ayin. The tachlis of life is is to finish shas. That's not how I was raised. I mean, my my father told me that, but there were too many friends that were telling me other stuff, and I didn't, you know it was hard for me to buy it. He didn't. He he would never send his kid to a co-ed camp ever, ever. He told me, even though he's up to all kinds of stuff, he would never do that. He said, "What am I crazy? That's what I'm going to put my David." Why should I set him up in such a way? So tell him all kinds of stories because this will teach him how to behave with people and it's normal and it's natural and this is what we do and it's because of developments in society and we don't have to live that way anymore and Hashem wants us to be this way. And he'll look at you like you're crazy. While he's holding his stub for Matis Alaraisway. He said, What do you how do you mind he would say the Abish the wants the boys and girls to be together? Are you crazy? That's not true. And, and, and therefore, even though there are chesroinists, there are problems in that world, of course there are. I'm not saying it. Like, like we were talking a minute ago with Yitzhi, we know that there are problems. But the Ahavaz Atayr, and the respect for Tamil Chacham, the respect for, for, for Tamil Chacham, for Tzadikim, it, 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 holds, it holds the program together, at least for the children and the grandchildren, not always for the parents, but there are other problems, of course, with the, the, the negativity and so on that we understand is a problem that has to be dealt with in all camps. Again, and I'm not talking from the perspective of, of somebody who hasn't been through all these different Gilgulim. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to talk straight from that perspective of when do you know that your life you're living according to the Tachlis, or when have you forgotten the Tachlis? Or you're just calling the Tachlis some fancy names, but you forgot the Tachlis, and it's not and it's not that that, that you're living according to the Tachlis, but there's an occasional slip up, but that your whole life is off is off center, and that that's not the Tachlis. So that, the guy that I'm talking about with the, with, with the racetrack, that guy he understands the Tachlis. He himself is going through difficulties and problems, which have to be resolved, like the Rebbe's saying. But he wants he wants. To, his family to stay on course. He wants his family to stay on course. And he respects the tzaddikim, and he wants his child to be like those people. He does not want his son to be like him. Which, of course, is a silly thing. And, and, no, you don't want your kid to be like you, that's a problem. But he doesn't, he wants his son to be like tzaddikim. He wants his son to be like a tzaddik. That's what he wants. That's on course, even though he's having a problem. That's the chilik between a pagam and a kilkulni atzmas. That's the difference. That's what the Rebbe is saying here. That even though the person not from Leitikon, it is called Tavayis or Shugam the Kibbutz Yisavu Taivi Imrak Oved Ben Lasaktan. But he, 
but he's working on fixing things. He wants to fix things. So in the case of this person, he might not want to fix things right now himself, but he wants to fix things that what that his kid should be, shouldn't have the things that he's going through. And if you would give him a brock and say, I want your daughter to be just like you, he would, he would, he would, he would uh, scream at you. What are you saying? God forbid. My kid should be like me? I don't want my kid to be like me. I want my kid to be better than me. And you don't have to worry. There's not going to be any problem with trying to convince this father that his daughter should take an extra year in Eretz Yisrael. No problem. You could take an extra century in Eretz Yisrael. Because that's the tachlis of his life, that his kid should be a tzaddik. Right? That's the tachlis, is that my kid should be a tzaddik. What happens, what happens when a person says, I can't be another year, what's going to be in all these, all these different svarits? So then he has to ask himself, what's the tachlis of your life? What do you want from your kid? So the ta- if, if your tachlis is that he should be a successful a successful um, business person, a successful professional. Being a successful professional is what one does in order to support the tachlis of his life. It's not the tachlis of your life. If you think that being a doctor or a lawyer or being a, an accountant or having a business is the tachlis of your life, that means that you're not living according to the tachlis. That's just a way to pay for your, for your habit. And your habit is what is the tachlis of life, which is your kids' yeshivas and your learning and so on. It's not the tachlis of life. And if you think it's the tachas of life, then you better quit. That's not the tachas of life. So that's why you could say, yeah, I want my kid to have a profession. That's fine. I want my kid to be able to have financial security. That's fine. But if you're prepared to say to the kid, you're not going back another year to learn in yeshiva, because your mother and I are concerned about your tachas in life, then you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, what is the tachas of my life? What am, what am I telling my kid? What's the tachas of my life? And what do I think the tachlis of my kid's life? And you can give all the fancy stories in the world, but the kid knows the truth. The kid knows the truth because he's got he's got a hundred friends that are, that are going back, and his parents aren't letting him because they know the true tachlis. What's the terrors? These are all issues that, that that need to be dealt with, but it's only from that. It's only when a person is really, really honest and can ask himself, "Am I living with the tachlis, or am I, or am I, or am I just off?" away from the Tachlis. So this person, he might still have tithes, he might still have desires that are not good, he might still have problems and make mistakes, but he's over behen l'saknan. He's over behen l'saknan. He's working on fixing it. He wants to fix it. So then, then we know who he is and what his essence is because he wants to fix that problem so he knows who he is and he knows what his atmos is what his essence is there's no mistake about that that's the big question who are you and if the answer is not an Oyved Hashem Eved Hashem Anaychi like Eliezer said Eved Avram Anaychi with an Aleph Avram right if a person can't say, somebody asks you, who are you? So a person says, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a computer analyst. Who are you? I'm a lawyer. Who are you? I'm a this. Who are you? I'm a business owner. <laughs> you might be an Evid Hashem, that's an accountant, that's a lawyer, that's a doctor, that's a professor, but an Evid Hashem and that's the tachlis of my life, to be an Evid Hashem. Who are you and what's your atzmas? Oyved Hashem. 
That's the answer. I'm an Evid Hashem. And I want to be a better Evid Hashem. And when I'm not doing that, my heart is broken and I'm thinking of ways all the time how to fix it. Like this guy with a, with a Sefer on Kaz spends a whole year, hundreds of hours, trying to fix the Indian of Kaz because I'm an Evid Hashem. And I don't want to live this way. And I'm not going to cover it up with some fancy explanation and philosophy and some ideology that I heard from some buffoon of a rabbi, Darsh, in some place. But I'm going to be an Evid Hashem. An Evid Hashem. That's the Tachlis. And every single part of my nefesh ruch neshama, every aver and every limb of my body and everything that I do are all focused on this goal of what? Ever Hashem I'm an Ever Hashem. And I want to use every part of my nefesh ruch neshama and my body to be an Ever Hashem. Occasionally, there's, a, there's a, a part of one's nefesh, a ruach, or a part of one's body that slips up and does something it shouldn't do. But then you want to give it a patch and say, what are you doing? You're an Ayyad Hashem. What's the matter with you? That's how an Elohiyid feels when his eyes look at the wrong thing. A person's in the city, a person's someplace, and there's, and there's, uh, and there's something passing by and the eyes strain, look at the wrong thing. You give your eyes a patch and say, what's the matter with you? Jewish eyes? What are you looking at? Are you crazy? An Elohiyid, so he's on a business trip, and for a second he, you know, he got back late from his, his meeting, and he goes into the hotel room, and he puts on the television, and there's a mirror of, of, of something terrible, and, the, and, the, and then the person, the, this person shuts off the television, he says, and he goes to the bathroom, he feels sick, and he wants to, he wants to throw up, he wants to wash himself, he wants to find the mikveh, and he says, what's wrong with you? He looks at his eyes and says, well, what's the matter with you? You were created to look at, at you were created to look at, at a shagasai, the Gemara Rashi You weren't created to look at those things, and when you look at those things, your children are going to look in your eyes and they're going to see that you looked at those things. What's wrong with you? Your wife is going to see that you looked at those things. You're an Ayyad Hashem. What's the matter with you? Not what? All my friends watch television. I even know around by the watch television. I don't see anything wrong. I think it's very educational. It's part of my growth into a full rounded. Torah and Derech Herod's personality. Yeah. Tell that to the Barnes That's part of your well-rounded, your well-rounded Jew. You could, you could play around with those boobamices in this world. But when it comes time, the Barnes says, has a special place for well-rounded people. <laughs> And you're able to what? You're able to bring about a Yehuda Tatar, your mamish, even though you have occasional slip-ups. But this guy goes into the, into the bathroom, he's sick, and he, and he washes his eyes out, and he says, tomorrow I'm not going to do this again. And, that bring, and, and his davening, his learning, all causes this Yehuda Tatar, because he's attached to what? To the tachlis of who he is, which is malchus, which is the knesset, which is the eshes chayal inside of him. And he's not unfaithful to the eshes chayal. His eyes sometimes look at the wrong place, but he knows who his Eishas Chayil is. You understand? He knows who he's married to. He knows that he's married to the Shechina. He knows who his, his wife is. He knows who his Eishas Chayil is. His Eishas Chayil is the Shechina. His Eishas Chayil is the Baruch Olam. He's an Ayyad Hashem. That's his Eishas Chayil. That's his Eishas Chayil. And if his eyes looked at the wrong thing, he feels that he did something unfaithful, like a good husband, that he shouldn't have said that word at the kid, that she shouldn't have looked at the other person, and he feels bad about it. He wants to apologize to his wife, but he's embarrassed. That's how he feels when he doesn't have error, he looks at the wrong thing, that I was unfaithful to my Isha's child. Now he develops a new thing, like they have, they have by the grand such a thing, that have open marriage, the has open marriage. 
I don't want to tell you if you don't know. It means that I have a wife, but my wife, I also have other friends. And we agree, it's a hask. <coughs> that's, not, that's not what it means to be an Well-rounded, open marriage. That's not what it means. It means I have an Eishas Chal. My Eishas Chal is Yiddishkeit. And if I looked at the wrong thing, then I'm embarrassed to even face my wife. And I have to explain to her that you know that I love only you and that I'm sorry and that I won't look at that again and I'm not going to... I'm not going to let myself do this again, and, I, and it was wrong. That's an Aish, that's that's a, a, a faithful Jew. He's faithful to the Aishas Chal inside of himself, to the Knesset Yisrael inside of himself. That's a Yid. <coughs> with the Mechshalim, with the bad days and, and, and slip-ups, but he still brings about the Yichud because he's still attached to the Tachlis. And what's the Tachlis? Knesset Yisrael HaSheh Bekebay. Ma she'en kein mishu kehefke. Even though he does the mitzvahs, it's still because he builds a sukkah. It's Shani, he's a shaifer. It's a poem, he listens to Megillah. And in the mitzvahs habaros the other eyes, he does become a kamiyev shaloyim alatzmusay mahu. But he can't say this is who I am. I'm a gila. I'm a sukkah. I'm a lulav. He can't say he ain't atzmusay misachedes bach tisachas because he's not one person. He's not misachin. He's not. He's not married to the eshes chayil. He's he's a bachelor. He's running around kalaboli yaday. Or worse, he's an unfaithful husband. Loy mishubedes the shum dar. He's not a shubet to yiddishkeit. I'm a shubet to Hashem. Everything, what is my thought, my actions, my words? Even though once in a while he has a little bit of his slavas, a little bit on the Yom Kippur, something, he feels his slavas. It's like a little part of his nefesh that's like kicking a little bit. He was like a person upon whom fell a whole pile of stones, God forbid. It's like a guy who's covered with what? With a pile of boulders and rocks. And once in a while he's able to like free, like his hand. So once in a while by Neil, by Shalashudis, he feels his service. By Nigan, he feels his service. It's like a, but he lives under a pile of stones. Once in a while he gives a catch. That's his life. My father told me, you remember when he was a kid, that his mother was cooking a fish Friday, cooking the fish, and the fish jumped out of the pot. <laughs> it was already dead for a while, and scaled the whole thing, his head was cut off, and it jumped out of the pot. And the mother the mother didn't put it back in, and she went and she buried it, and she took the children in the backyard, and she said, My father told me last night. This must be a big nisham over here. And she, and she buried the fish, and they made a whole levai over there. The children, <laughs> and they said, till him with my grandmother. They were saying, till him by the backyard. Jumped out of the pot, Chagil. <laughs> and they were poor people. That was, a, that was a couple days' work to get a fish like that. Right? So you have, he says, even after the animal's dead, sometimes it gives a kvetch, you know? <laughs> even after it's dead, it gives a kvetch. In order to bring about a higher yichud, you have to be miyachid yourself. You have to want to, that. You have yichud tata means I'm married. I'm married to Rabbi I'm married to Yiddishkeit. My eshes chal is is Knesset Yisrael. That's my. That's who I am. And then even if I slip up, I'm still able to cause a yichud that 
ilah. But if I don't have a yichud tatav, I'm not unified in my tachas in my life. That's, there's no yichud tatav. I can't make a yichud ilah. It's not me. It's not me. Okay, we'll continue next week.